everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Because Mom Said So. Hi, ladies. How are you? Hi, Hello. my friends. Oh my gosh. I want to tell you, I'm looking at my skin and I'm blind as a bat. I don't have my reading glasses on. My skin is so dry. Mine is so dry too. Yeah. My hands are bad. Well, I have eczema on my hands anyway. So people always think it's like, oh, you just have dry hands. Like, no, I actually have eczema. But they're insanely dry on my palms. It's so embarrassing. But I've been just lotioning up constant and vaseline i've been putting yeah. vaseline oh. and, it's, and i've heard there's a big tiktok craze about vaseline i'm like are you kidding me i've been using vaseline for years well, remember when you guys told me about dawn dish detergent yeah, yeah. okay so that so i love it you're right it gets everything mm-hmm. the grease out yeah and my hands are trashed because of it it's so dry really, I really? Want, well is there alcohol in it or something it's also this time of year, but yeah. I, I do think that that dawn, there's something in it that really gets the grease out, but it, it like kills your Takes skin. Takes it out of your hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Doesn't oh. matter. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. You look like you're 20 years old. I hate you, first of all. Oh my God. I'm so not 20. Marissa, you need to tell Melissa, don't hate me because I'm beautiful. Uh-huh. Right? Remember oh, that? Oh, yeah. Don't hate me because I'm beautiful. Maybe it's Maybelline. <gasps> Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> also, like, Melissa, stop. Like, you're I know. And oh, that's hilarious. Oh, my gosh, everyone. This is my friend, Marissa. I love her, love her, love her. Well, welcome, Marissa. Welcome, Marissa. Can tell everyone about yourself because... You know. Oh my gosh. I mean, I feel like I'm, I have nothing exciting. I'm like, I feel like I had an, a really exciting life and then I became a mother, right? Oh. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm like, oh my God, my life was so fun. I starred on Broadway. I did Broadway shows. And then the year that I did Dancing with the Stars was the year that my son was born. And then, and then I don't remember what else has happened in my life. So, <laughs> and, and, 13, and boom, 13 years later, I put on a scrunchie and I show up on zoom like I honestly don't my brain is like mush right (laughs) oh I know isn't that funny has it been 13 years since dancing with the stars I remember when you were on it you were fabulous crazy right yeah 13 full I mean I can only keep track of anything because of my son's age right so I'm like I can tell you how much I weighed I can tell you what I wore like (laughs) At any time of his like life, you know, I'm like, when he was five, this is how much I weighed. This is what I wore. This is what, yeah, That's no, it's crazy. 13 years. Cause I was in season six. I was like, Early I was right on. at the like cusp of it being like, they announced it on Oprah. Like we were on like Oprah's hundred show, you know, 120th yeah. or no, they were celebrating um America's Funniest Home Videos hundredth show. And they introduced the new cast, you know, so. Oh, isn't that oh, that's funny? exciting. So what is your background that you got to be on Dancing with the Stars and on Broadway? How did you learn? I mean, I shouldn't have been on Dancing with the Stars. Let's be perfectly clear. Yes, I you, was, you were. No, no, no. I was still in that wave of like, we're not dancers. We're just here. You know, my year was Christy Yamaguchi when it changed. Yeah. And then all of a sudden people started to be like, I'm going to be a good dancer and I'm going to do Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> my background is honestly, I grew up in New York and I just wanted to be a bro- I just wanted to be Ethel Merman, a Broadway star. I just oh, I wanted to that. sing. I, you know, I was always a singer who acted and danced. And then I realized, oh, no, 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 I'm an actress who sings and also moves. You know, I learned that very quickly. (laughs) Um, So I went to like a conservatory for college. It's called AMDA. It was like a music, you know, American music and theater. Yeah. But like, 
I had gone into a lot of four-year colleges, you know, like good schools. And my father was like, you don't want to take science. You don't want to take math. What are you doing? You'll have to like, and I'm like, no, I'm just going to do the theater program. And he's like, right. But you also have to go to social yeah, studies. I'm like, oh, yeah. no, 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 no. I don't want to read a book ever. You know? so- <laughs> hey, I'm with you. <laughs> So, so I went to there and by the time I was 20, I was on Broadway. I did Grease on Broadway. was my first Broadway show. Oh, and fine. I had just turned 20. Who were oh. you on Grease? In Grease, I was Jan. I was, oh. you know, the in, in the movie, she's the brush a brush a brush a girl. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. So that was my... Broadway debut. And then the show was on Broadway for forever. So I stayed in the show for four years because why would you leave a Broadway show? Like right. where, yeah. where you're living the dream. Why, where would you go? You know? Yeah. And, and all my friends would be like, I'm auditioning. So I'm going to leave. I'm like, maybe you get another job before you leave. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I, I was very confused by people's, you know, but I was the youngest. I was a baby, like Sutton Foster, who's a big Broadway girl. We both mm-hmm. were understudies the first like six months of that show together. And then we wow. both moved into our roles, but it was like both of us, there was such, that cast was crazy. Oh, and then fun. you must've learned so much from them. From everybody so much I mean that's you honestly like sure you can go to all the classes in the world obviously school is school I think people should go to school depending on your skill set but doing the job is how you like for me doing the job is how I learned I mean that's how I learned how to do TV and film, I would get cast in something and I would just sit on set and just watch to be like, oh, that's what they mean. Like to stand on your mark, that's how you do it. Like, I don't know. Like, I didn't even know how to do anything, but I would watch really good people and just learn from them. So that was my school. (laughs) Life was my school. So you didn't do that in high school. Did you do plays and everything? I did, but it was such a different time. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm 49. So there was no YouTube. There was no reality shows. You know, that wasn't a thing, right? So I did the community theater and I did the school plays. And I had a teacher in seventh grade who was like, um, you really sing, like you sing like a, like a Broadway person. And I was like, oh, that sounds like fun. I always want, like, I always like the attention. So I was like, yeah, that's what I'll do. It also, I kind of was like, there's, I'm not good at anything else. So I decided that's what I'm going to do, you know, like I, but Broadway was really, that was it for me. And so, yes, in school, I would do the theater, the play, but there was no like, outlet to go like I'm gonna let anyone see like I wasn't auditioning yeah. for anything yeah. bigger than my high school show you know I didn't but know you the- knew you loved it enough to go on and do it as a professional that's awesome I knew that that's what I was doing you know I yeah. I want to say probably by eight or nine I was like this is what I'm meant to be this Got is it. who I'm meant to be oh, this that. is what makes this is yeah. what I do better than anybody else so I, I like I always tell young that. kids like if figure out what you do better and then do that because yeah. <laughs> there's so many, you know, and it's not about like, I'm not talking about, you know, do you do this better or that better, but just like figure out what you, where you're special and then go yeah. that route. Cause whatever it is, you know. Do you remember your first Broadway show? Like the, the show that you saw that's like, oh my gosh, that's where I belong. That's, that's my place. That's a great question. It was not one that you would think that a kid would be in. It was Avita. I saw Patti Lapone in Avita, but oh, like, it's Avita. So, like, it, oh, like when they did Avita the first time, mm-hmm. it was like, you know, cause it starts with the funeral march and mm-hmm. there's like the funeral comes through the audience. And I remember just feeling like, oh, they're right there and they're getting on that oh. stage. And then Patti Lapone is Avita oh, is like, I mean, that's crazy. And 
I went home and I grew up in this house that has like this backyard. I grew up in upstate New York, like not upstate, but in Westchester, New York. There, we had this big porch and all these trees. And I would stand on the porch and just like the trees were my audience. And I would just like, oh, the, the porch was my it. stage and I would sing to all the trees. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remembered all the parts and I played all, you know, I was a very Don't good Don't cry for me, Argentina. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very good. Yes, that was it. Oh, uh, see, that's why that. you're a singer and I'm not. <laughs> I think so many of our listeners know that my niece has used Mathnasium and we love it in the Fraser household. We think Mathnasium is tremendously helpful and very successful with the young people that we know who have used it in the past. So I am a big fan of Mathnasium. Yeah, you're an advocate. You know, I am too, Holly. When Kendall was in middle school and we were traveling a lot, we used Mathnasium. But now things have changed and studies show that kids have gotten behind in math because of the pandemic. So as parents, we want to stay on top of it and be sure that doesn't happen with our kids. Anybody can use Mathnasium. Mathnasium mainly works with kids in grades 2 through 12. There are the authority on math education. It's all they teach and they're experts at it. They are what they teach. I love that. I love the fact that, you know, they specialize and honed in on a specific subject and that is what they teach and they know how to teach it well. It's nice because sometimes kids come home with homework and parents, one, don't have time or two, don't know how to do it. Oh my goodness. We hear that all of the time. I've had parents come into my office as a principal and say, oh my gosh, I think the math has changed or I don't know if I can do this anymore. I don't remember how to do it. And they were always looking for resources or tools or, you know, help, just help to help their kids do their math. Yeah, and chances are there's a mathnasium near you. There are over a thousand of them across the country. It's a great place for a kid to learn math. They teach in a way that makes sense to kids. Every child is assessed individually, and mathnasium uses customized learning plans to give them exactly what they need along the way. As you know, Holly, because I've heard you talk about it before, what they teach goes above and beyond math. The kids are learning to think critically and problem solve, and they gain confidence in their abilities overall. It's those intangible things. And those are the things that people are like, oh my gosh, what do you learn? Like those are the aspects of like study skills that will transfer to lifelong learning. It's not really just just for a specific discipline. So that's a win-win for a lot of people. It's a win-win. They never assign homework, but they can help your kid with their homework from school, which is great. I recommend it as well. I think it's great for any kid who needs a lot or a little. They can assess them and let them know what they need and help them out in their math. Absolutely. So if your child is a little behind in math, Mathnasium will bridge the gap. If they need to move at a faster pace and be challenged, Mathnasium will step on the gas and raise the level of work. It can meet your child's needs, just like you said. Whether you're looking to get your kids back on track or want to ensure they're staying ahead with their math studies, find a center near you at mathnasium.com and contact them for a free in-center or online consultation. I went to my girlfriend's house um, the other day. Her boys are twins, 13-year-olds. They were watching Hairspray. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's my girlfriend. And they're like, we love this movie. So I came home and watched it, which is so funny. And this was even before we asked you to come on our show. But what? how, how did you get that role? Well, Hairspray happened because so weird. So I had done 
Greece on Broadway for four years. And then I went to a friend's wedding out in Los Angeles and I genuinely was like, oh, maybe I'll just do TV and film. Again, It's a, it was a different time in back in whatever year that, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like, how, what year was that? Like 98. So it was like such a different time. Like I flew to the West Coast for the first time and was like, oh, maybe I'll do TV and film. I had never thought about it. Like I wasn't doing Instagram messages all day long thinking like, oh, I look good on camera. I was like, I have no idea. Let's try this. And I did a movie called American Beauty. And I was like, I had like the smallest part in American Beauty. Like it was- Is the- that with Kevin Spacey? Yeah, Kevin Spacey. It was, it won the Oscar. Like it was a crazy. Shut up. You were in that movie. That is so I had the teeniest part and it was like, they would go through the drive-thru and I said to Annette Benning, you are so busted. Like I was like, I probably did other things, but that line was so like popular that they played that clip on the Oscars for their like, the night of the Oscars, they were like, showed my clip of me. No. Um, yeah. So the producer of that movie, Dan Jinks, who is like just amazing man, but also like a big Broadway fan, had a friend who was like, we're going to start Hairspray, the Broadway musical. Do you know anybody out here? And he's like, honestly, this girl that was just in American Beauty, like and it was before it premiered, he was like, she has a Broadway background and she is Tracy Turnblad. Like he like literally said that. So my phone rang and it was like, and it said, I remember because caller ID, you know, on the phone and it said DreamWorks. And I was like, DreamWorks is calling. They're making a movie for me. (laughs) And and then it was so awesome. And he basically was like, can I give your number to Rob Marshall, who was the director in the beginning? He was the first director of Hairspray the Musical. And he was like, can I give your number to Rob Marshall, Robbie Marshall? And I was like, of course you can give my number to Rob Marshall. And then I went and met Mark Shaman and Scott Whitman, who wrote the music. And I was the first person to audition for the Broadway musical, like the very first person. So I went and I auditioned and then I did all the readings. And then eventually we finally did the musical and we opened that in 2002. I moved back to New York to start the show, which is like, that's going to be 20 years now. I can't believe that. Like how how long did Hairspray run? Until 2009. I did it from, I did it the first year and then I came back to Los Angeles. And then after Dancing with the Stars, I went back in just to do it for fun for like, you know, two months. And then after my son was born in 2008, it was closing the end of 2009. And Harvey and I went back, Harvey Firestein and I went back in and closed the show. So like, I have these, the most amazing photos of like my baby who was, he wasn't even six months old yet, you know, with me backstage in my Tracy costume on stage, like a photo with Harvey as like Edna, you know, it, that was honestly just the dream. Cause that was like everything that I had ever wanted had come together. And so, and then Harvey and I did it at the Hollywood bowl. And then I did it at Carnegie hall. Like it was like for the last 20 years, it's the gift that keeps on giving really. (laughs) Yeah. It it was, it's hairspray. It's Tracy Turnblad. That is amazing. Yeah. And then we all won the Tony. I mean, it was like, I won a Tony award for it for best actress and like beating out Bernadette Peters, who was playing (sighs) gypsy Rose or playing mama Rose. Like I'm like, not only did Tracy Turnblad and, Hairspray like beat Bernadette Peters, but it also beat like Gypsy. Like she played Mama Rose. You know, it was crazy. It was like that's my dream role of a lifetime. So that's a was, great play too. That's a great that's when I can, that's I will do some. It's coming. It's coming. One hundred. I cannot wait. That well, that's my dream role. Yeah. 
Uh, and you'll be fabulous. I would love to see you on You would Broadway. be awesome. I mean, I saw you on the Pantages. I mean, it was so funny. So this amazing woman right here was in a show with Mackenzie. What's funny is Mackenzie went to the first table read and the woman that was doing the show wasn't very nice. And Marissa said, come here, girl, and took Kenzie and said, I got you, girl. And Kenzie was um, Dorothy and... Marissa was the good witch and she was beautiful. When she came on stage, she would come out. I mean, I saw it how many times, every time, <laughs> every night. And she would come out and might get goosebumps and, oh, you were perfect. I love that Panto Theater. That was so much fun. That so was much fun. So much fun. I think anyone should experience theater like that because that's, that's a big UK thing, but I love that they have it here in the States. That kind of theater is so accessible because you know, you know, your listeners, what Panto does is they take like pop music and put it in a like a Disney fairy tale. So kids like know the music. It's not, it's very accessible because you're watching, you're listening to music, you know, you don't have to like, oh, I had to hear the show. You know, a lot, you know, a kid doesn't know the music from Wicked. So sometimes they'll get bored during the music, but oh, I know that song. I danced to that song from the radio. You know, it makes it a good experience for kids to start enjoying theater, I think. So tell the moms about what happened to your son this year. And why you have an empty nest. Oh my God, I'm an empty nester. And we saw each other and you were lo- literally so sad in Macy's. When we saw each other, we knew each other with our masks on. Oh, we always run into each other in the weird, like I passed you on the road the other day on the way to exercise and I'm like, there's Marissa. <laughs> <laughs> my child, my son, which is like, he's the opposite of myself and my husband. I mean, like, I guess, yes, obviously dancing is an uh, is a sport, but- I'm not a sports person. My husband is a comedy writer. Like he's also not a sports person. And my son is all sports all the time. Like as much as I'm obsessed with theater, he's obsessed with sports. I think of it as totally weird, but everybody else is like, right, Marissa, you know that your family's weird. You like, (laughs) like, I'm always like, it's like the Munsters, right? It's like, he's like that normal kid, but we're like, look at him like he's weird. And like all my friends don't understand him and they go to the games and we're like, yeah. Hey, change your costume. Let's go out for lunch. <laughs> like always, we we have no, and like just to even understand like what he's doing, I'm always like trying to put it in like theater terms to explain it to my friends. I'm like, no, this is like the final game. This is like the live show now. He's been rehearsing up until now. I'm with you. I mean, he was very, very serious about baseball. Then we had the moments of when he was very serious about football. And I'm just a very Jewish mother and football was not going to be his destiny, no matter how much he wanted to play it. And baseball was fine. It was just boring as all get up. And then he played soccer. Like he was a very, he plays every sport. And then he got into lacrosse and I'm just like, oh my God, this is all so boring. But during COVID, I was also very Jewish mom. Like we were in lockdown, like no one left the house. Like we didn't mess around. Truthfully, I was like super happy. I had my dogs. I had my husband. I had my kid. I was like, eh, we're fine. You know? Well, the only sport he could play was tennis. So he started playing tennis and I got him an instructor because that was one-on-one and they were far enough apart. And he started playing tennis and then he started like really getting into it and really liking it. And then finally over the summer, you know, he was turning 12 and I was like, I have to let you go to camp. You know, like I I have to stop. Like I'm going to be neurotic. We all are vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, stop it, Marissa. Like he has to like grow and 
and excel as a human. So he went to that IMG Academy, which is like very, very, very yeah. into sports. Yes. And one of the coaches was like, they got a great tennis program. You should go there for summer. He was there for two nights and the school called and they called and my son called and everyone's like, you need to enroll him. He needs to come to boarding school here. This kid, like, cause Where it is only it? really Florida. Like, Florida. Florida. Yeah. yeah. I am too. Yeah. That's yeah. where I am. Oh, is that where you I are? Go visit him. Yes. Oh my God. Go visit him. Please go over. <laughs> would you just like smother <laughs> him and overbearing? No. And overbearing? Yes. So he is attending IMG now and he is excelling. And I mean, cause he really only played tennis for a year. And I think they were like, oh my God, you know, I, I don't want to say like, he's a prodigy cause he's not, he's just a normal kid, but he's really, really, really good for a person that's only played for a year. And he's yeah. like really excelling. I think like, you know, you get a kid who's 12 and you go, oh my gosh, he has zero burnout. Cause he's still so excited. So he plays tennis for five hours and then he goes to school and honestly coming from a house after you know, I, I, I joke that like he went through puberty, he turned 11 and then 13, like after, you know, like during COVID, like this poor boy was like stuck in a house with overbearing Jewish parents, probably what made him want to go to boarding school. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so close though. I mean, you and- he never even slept out. Like everyone always comes to my house. I'm sure like you, you're also at the same way at your homes because mm-hmm. we're ex- extroverted moms are the ones who are like, come here. I'll, I'll feed you. I'll take care of everybody. Oh, like yeah. there's a guest room that's always full with, you know, some unemployed actor who needs a place to live, you know? So when he was even talking about, it, I'm like, he's not going to want to do this. This is the crazy. He's never, this is the longest he's been away from home as it is. So it's been a very big adjustment for me, obviously. Like, I'm like, oh my God. My husband and I were like, oh my gosh, we are empty nesters at such a young age. Yeah, that's young. He's loving it, loving it, loving it. And it's so so good for him. So that is great. I've taught at a boarding school. So it's a special kind of kid that could do a boarding school experience and thrive and love it. But he sounds like he's super talented. I mean, right. And I, you know, it was funny because he's like, I need more rackets. He's like, I need, I need two more rackets. I'm like, you have two rackets. He's like, everybody has like 15. I'm like, well, 15, then borrow one of their rackets. You know, I'm like, nobody has 15 rackets. You can just borrow that. And my husband's like, it's like your mom sent you to dance class, Marissa, and you're wearing kids and all the kids have capizios. We need yeah. to get him more rackets. I'm like, oh, okay, I understand that. I understand that. And don't, don't you have to have a special racket to you? Like the strings or something? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but And yeah. then there's like when your strings break, but then you still need a third. It's so, you guys, listen, everything in life, everything's too much. It's too much. But he's actually like doing his schoolwork and having any, you know. He's happy. He's doing what he right. loves. And with how a lot of friends. your husband broke it down for you in terms that you understood. <laughs> like, okay, here's some language, some vocabulary that makes sense. Exactly. Like he even said, like when it first happened, he's like, this is like the fame school, but for sports. I'm like, outside of my world, everybody understands. Oh, your kid's good at sports. Of course he's going to go play at the best place. Whereas like in my world, you'd have to explain to the parents, like she's a great piano player or she's a great musician. You have to accept. And the parents are like, we don't have time for music. So it's so funny in our home. We're so like opposed to like the extra time for sports but like had he wanted to be a tap dancer he would have had everything <laughs> from the beginning 30 uh, pairs of shoes just saying exactly exactly <laughs> marissa my husband was a tennis pro and i'm telling you this your son must be really good because He's been teaching lessons to kids starting at five years old. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So if your son at 11 picked it up, 
I mean, my middle daughter, we have three girls. She was our tennis player and she started at five years old, played tournaments, won tournaments, middle states. Does he do tournaments and all that? We like just started the tournaments. Because he'll need a ranking. I mean, it's a big deal. But you don't just go to IMG because you want to. You have to be invited. So he must be very good is what I'm saying. That's incredible. Good oh, for him. I'm so happy. It is incredible. Like, it's so interesting because I guess we've all probably been there in that moment where, and, and and also who I am. Like, at one point, my parents had to just say, yeah, fly, go do what you want to do, right? Yeah. But, and then that was the moment, like, when he just was, like, relentlessly, like, saying, and then we, like, were as slow doing the process as possible. Obviously, we were, mm-hmm. like, like, we did not pay any tuition until I think he even started. We were, like, it's coming, you know, because we were, like, this isn't going to really happen. Um, but definitely it was that moment of like, honestly, it's like that thing where I was like, I don't want to spend, I'd rather him have one really bad year than spend the rest of his life saying, what if they were right? Yeah. What if they were right? Right now, hiring is challenging. It's time for a hiring partner that can help you rise to the challenge. That's indeed. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what? So many of my children's friends are either graduating from college or just graduated. So they're right in the midst of looking for jobs. It's a different world. The landscape for hiring practices have changed tremendously. So once again, you need a resource to kind of find the perfect match or find a really good match between an employer and a potential employee. Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Yep. And it saves you time instead of spending hours on multiple job sites, hoping to find candidates with the right skills. You need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. And that's Indeed. Indeed is one of the number one job sites worldwide, according to Comscore. And Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest in 2019. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process, buying great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description and you can invite them to apply right away. Indeed assessments help take the stress out of the interview process. Your candidates don't need to prove themselves again and you can dive deeper into talking about what's important to you. They have virtual interviews. It saves you time. You can message, schedule, and interview top talent seamlessly all in one place. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. I love the fact that the right candidate is out there doing everything they can to find you. And if you use Indeed, you can be sure you're doing everything you can to find them too. So finding great talent doesn't have to be a second job. You can hire faster and better with Indeed. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash mom. Offer valid through March 31st. Go to indeed.com 
slash mom to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed.com slash mom, M-O-M. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. So does he have a lot of friends and stuff? I mean, does he like... Like, so, so many friends and like his roommate is from Cyprus and doesn't speak English at all. And so like they're friends, but not really. It's funny because I said, well, but it's good because it forced him like he's out of his room until 1030 at night at night until it's like lights out because he's not like best friends with his roommate. He's not like in his room hanging out all night. He's like, yeah, he's like, I'm at a ping pong tournament. I'm playing basketball. And because he's good. also such an athlete. He's actually closer with like the baseball kids. He's such a right, and and he's an only child. So I think he's just loving having to to be a part of something Something to do all the time. And having some friends always accessible. He's like, if you just go outside, somebody's playing volleyball or somebody's doing something. And I think, I think it's good for his little person and also have to share like, I thought about, I was like, oh my God, I can't imagine him. He's in a, like a five foot by 10 foot room with another human. And I'm like, you know what? It's probably really good for like a little spoiled boy who's whatever he wants to eat for dinner is what we ate for dinner. Like with Uh, one kid, you're not like, oh, well, this is what we're having. And (laughs) Melissa will tell you, he is literally my son. Like I revolve, like everything he does revolves around him. Like everything I did, like I Mm -hmm. never took a job in Atlanta. It was like, I chose to be a mom. So I'm going to be home with my son, you know, and my husband travels a lot for work. So my rule was, well, for our family, I'm not judging anyone others. I was like, well, one of us always has to be home. Like one of us has Mm -hmm. to be here. Right. So there was a lot of missed opportunities in my career because of my son, but also because of my choice of how I was going to raise my son. And now it's like such a weird thing because now I'm like, oh, I guess I could go do a musical in New York again because I haven't been able to. And now it doesn't matter where I am because he's in school. It's it's interesting. It's interesting how to see how this is going to pan out in the long run, you know. So how long has he been there? When did he he started in August? Okay, so this is his first full school year at IMG. That is Well, good for you, mom, for letting him go. I think that's great. Well, thank you. I had a lot of friends who don't agree with my choice, but I also like. Wow. Not their choice. Yeah. And some family members that are like, absolutely not. This is, this is really bad, but. I think it's great. Good for you. Thank you. I I appreciate that. (laughs) Because I know how hard it is for you because you are so attached to him. Like I am my kids. Like we cook three different meals in our family almost every night. So I know how it is. You get it. Yeah. Wait, where is Cyprus? I don't know. Greece. Oh, okay. So he speaks, his roommate speaks Greek. Well, no, because I think, so he was first from Russia. So okay. he speaks Russian, but he lives in Cyprus. So okay, his it. language is Russian, which actually is kind of cool for a 13 year old boy to have friends that are literally international, yeah. all from all over. And also wow. like the school is so like internationally, so many different li- like walks of life in this one place, you know? So he'll call me and be like, oh, I met this kid. He's awesome. He definitely has different political views than we do. But, and I'm like, you know what? I was, that's okay. Like you're that's allowed okay. to be friends with kids. You know, I said, I have lots of friends that have different political views than me. And, and that's no. okay. Like I said, you don't have to talk politics with your friends. You know, you're no. 13, yeah. you know? Yeah. Which I think is great. Now, Cyprus is its own country. I'm thinking of something else. It's its own country. I don't know. I love that none of us know. We all are like, no. Sorry. Something CYPRE. It's it's not. If I'm thinking correctly, it's something totally different. So I don't even know. I'm just glad I'm not the only one. 
Wow. Who didn't know? Okay. I was thinking something else. It's not. So no. I was thinking Cypress Gardens in Florida. <laughs> yeah. So I thought the same thing whenever she said it at first. I was like, going oh, to have to research from this. Florida too. <laughs> but you know what I was thinking when you said IMG? I was thinking models because I don't think of sports. I think because no, Maddie's with sports. IMG models. I'm like, oh, wait, what? They bought the school. It was, um, oh. what's his name? See, I'm like the worst. I cannot believe that I am have a child that plays tennis and I'm going to not know his name john monroe no no um he was like everyone's coach oh. not nick Bolateri. not Bolateri's. yeah Bolateri. it was nick Bolateri. thank you i yeah. i was i was hoping you would know yeah. so it was his academy first which was huge right just tennis and then they added sports you know and then it became a corporation because i think they were realizing like oh man we can there's, this is a very special place. Oh, I'm sure. And Merce, it's expensive, right? They don't do mm-hmm. scholarships from what I understand. You pay for, I'm sure it's outrageous. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's it's expensive. Again, yeah. I have one child. And honestly, like he was already in private school. And what people don't realize, I think like, like my siblings who are just, you know, normal. My family's my life. My family comes first. I have a very close sister and her daughter plays soccer. And I'm like... Right. But when you play soccer on a travel team, like what people don't get, it's like dancing. Yeah. You don't just go to a dance class. You know, you're not doing these things for free. Right. So so by the time his baseball travel team and his soccer travel team, having help getting him to and from school, we were literally like, oh, this is literally probably what we spend. Right. Because as we, as we know, these things, these every weekend, I'm sure like in dance competitions, every weekend soccer tournaments. I mean, granted, I was not expecting the every weekend a tennis tournament that he's driving to and we're like oh my gosh but hey the way i see it you don't have to justify what you do for your children no not to us that's their kid you you don't have to justify to anyone and you know your child best yeah i definitely i would go without my gucci shoes for him (laughs) well hello of course that is love that is love i I mean sometimes Quick question. That's did right. you celebrate his bar mitzvah before he left? Or what did you do? Because I mean, COVID really messed. I will say uh, COVID screwed up his bar mitzvah. Uh, and, okay. and, and it's okay. That was a total family like guys like school was hard. That's a year tuition for you there. <laughs> exactly. Ooh, I should have done the bar mitzvah. Um, no, but like I'm the person who would have had the bar mitzvah and would have been like, please do not bring gifts. I have such anxiety over having any money that like with my family, I would have been like, oh, it would have cost me so much because I would have been like, I'll fly you all in. Don't bring anything. So 11 is when we were started lockdown. Like online school was hard to begin with and just Mm -hmm. having him stare at a screen and the idea of him staring at a screen for four more hours twice a week to get ready for his bar mitzvah, we just decided, you know what? This is something that he really needs to do when he's older or we'll go to Israel and we'll do a bar mitzvah. Yeah. But like, honestly, him going and playing tennis and getting outside was, I needed him outside of the house. He couldn't mm-hmm. sit in front of a screen anymore. Like in going to Hebrew school by yourself, there was nothing oh. more boring. So Can you imagine? Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. You know what? Things happen for a reason and that's what makes human beings resilient. We make it work. Yeah. Like, like it's unfortunate because you probably, from when he was a little boy, a li- young, a baby, you think about the bar mitzvah, right? Yeah. But so good, it's all good. good it's all good. On your part. Good parents yeah. on your part to think about that. That's good. He's such a smart little boy. 
but the online zooming and he's like the good thing, like the most amazing thing I, I will say, and I'm sure like there's something about your children you love the most. What I love about the most about him is his way of getting out of anything. Like he <laughs> can get, he and can zooming. talk his way and he's got such a life skill in that, you know, <laughs> like wow. that I'm like, but on zoom, it's really hard to get out of like talk your way out of things or like stay, you know? So even like, he'll call me from school and be like, oh no, I didn't do my science. Don't worry, I'll talk out of that one. I'm gonna go do my math. I'm like, you know what? If they yeah. buy it, then that's okay. You know, talk out of what you gotta talk out of, you know, so. <laughs> I did set up a strip station account because Mia has an online store and where she sells a, a line of beauty products that she has. So I'm the person who's like the distributor, mailer. Like, so before I use strip station, I would take time to figure out like, what's the best way, how to get it, where do I, yep. where do I use? I signed up for ShipStation and it was like a breeze. Not only did I have a representative who walked me through the process of setting up my ShipStation account, once I put everything in there, it just was like brilliant. It really is. And it really made me more focused and aware of my products, how to best and effectively ship them, making sure they get there on time and cheaply and efficiently. So it's, I, I love it. It's a really good resource. Wow. Good for you. And let's face it, online shopping isn't going anywhere. No. It's the future. And so with ShipStation, you'll never worry about shipping again. It makes the switch to a solution that handles all of your shipping needs quickly, affordably, and painlessly. You save time, money, and sanity. I mean... It <laughs> Hello. It is. I mean, standing in line for at these different places to ship stuff, that can be nerve wracking, but you don't have to do that. And we're not even like, did I charge enough? And you don't have to do all of that. ShipStation is already trusted by over 100,000 e-commerce sellers. It keeps track of your orders from any sales channel. It easily can find the best shipping centers with deeply discounted rates and automates just about any shipping task with just a few clicks. It truly is. It's just you're just clicking things right through. Manage every order, whether it's Amazon, eBay, Etsy, or your own website from anywhere. I mean, you can just do it from your phone. You don't even have to be sitting at an office or at your desk. It's, it really is incredible what they're able to do. And you can save money when you compare carrier options and choose the best shipping solution every time. So, and ShipStation works with every carrier, so you can always find the best fit for you. Your business can access the same discounted rates usually reserved for Fortune 500 companies. No wonder 98% of companies that use ShipStation for a year keep using it for as long as they're in the business. It's that good. I believe it. Absolutely. Ship more in less time with ShipStation. Use our offer code BMSS to get a 60-day free trial. That's two months free of no-hassle, stress-free shipping. Just go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and type in BMSS. ShipStation. Make ship happen. Can you tell us about your experience? Because I think this is really interesting on Big Brother. Because you won. I don't know anything about it. I did the first season of Celebrity Big Brother. I was in the house with, I had, Ross Matthews was in the house. We 
became really close, but like Omarosa was in my house my season and Brandy Glanville was in my season and it was crazy. I loved it. I totally thrived. That's why I won. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh-huh. You're a winner. I'm a winner. Listen, That's I'm awesome. I don't know. Do you swear on your show? But I, I I'm like, much. I'm a hey. I still have on my refrigerator a picture that they my friends had written when I came home from winning that says champion and it's just like on a you know a bad piece of like you know poster board and that's what I'll type to Zev like as he's like going out to play a match they call it I'm like a game a match um I'll be like all right you know we're champions like let's go like I had such a great time here for me I was only on because the proper game of Big Brother lasts for a hundred days and this was That's Celebrity Big Brother time. so it only was 30 days 29 nights uh but who's counting yeah, um, right. <laughs> you can't use your cell phone right or no cell phone no com- oh like no connection with the outside world completely just the 11 people in the house and you know and at the end of like every three days you're voting somebody out so it's all Big Brother gameplay and I could not win one challenge to save my life. Like I was not going to out hang somebody on a pole. I didn't even try hard. I was like, you know, I could do the memory games. I could do like the game, like I could do the mind games, of course, but those like physical games are ridiculous. But I did really well. I like, I not only did I like, because I became friends with everybody because I was like, this is so much fun. Cause it, yeah. right, cause it was me, but also because it was like the first time. Uh, so it was four years ago. It was, t- it was 2018 when I won. So Zev, so he was what, ten, nine, nine years old. And it was the first time I had been away from him for more than three days. Like oh, my whole thing was like, I hadn't wow. been away from him for more than three days. But the good news was he could watch me on the screen. Like, so it was like in my mind, like we were, and it was his favorite, favorite, favorite game. We would watch it every, you know, every summer we'd watch it together. So he was like, so excited, thought it was the coolest thing ever. So that was great. And then, uh, so that was fun, but I would like talk to him every night or I would completely still micromanage my house. You know, I'd be like the Valentine's day cards are in the garage. They're signed and ready to go. Like the day before yeah. I'd be like, somebody tell my husband. Cause there was like live feeds. You could watch the show live all day long. So I'd be like, really? Yeah. You can watch live feeds all day long. So they would just have me on the screen all day long. Like, and I'd like be talking to Zev and doing, you know, cooking breakfast and being like, okay, tomorrow's Valentine's day at school. So make sure you bring the Valentine's day cards. They're already set in the garage. And I would like send messages, but like the audience, the like crazy audience, God bless the crazy audience. I love the big brother crazy audience, but the crazy audience would like be thinking that I was sending signals home, like oh, the Valentine's Day card. Or I'd be like, oh my gosh, don't forget to pick up my cashmere sweater from the dry cleaning. And they're like, that means she's doing, you know what I mean? And I'm like, no, it means pick up my freaking dry cleaning. Like my husband's going to forget my sweater, you know? So, but I, I had so such a good time. I mean, like, I wouldn't suggest it to a lot of people I know. I I have maybe not, maybe I've told some people not to do it. Uh Uh-huh. Why? Why would that be? I've never watched it. I don't know anything about it. It's mean. People are mean and people are like, and people lie and people backstab. and and Because you win 500,000, right? Yeah, you win a lot of money. Like, and and sadly, and it's not for charity. It's completely for you, you know? Like, so, so like you, I was like, I'm winning this, you know? But like, like my gameplay was like, oh my God, my husband does so well. I don't need any, I don't need this money. This is just like the dream of a lifetime, but who doesn't need that? My brother drives a school bus. Of course we need yeah. that money. Like everybody yeah. needs the money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so, if I don't need it. My yeah. brother does. So people play literally to win. 
the money. You, they don't get paid to be on the show. You get paid as well. As a celebrity, okay. you get paid. Like the celebrity okay. game is a much different game than like the normal Big Brother that's been on for 20 years. The celebrity game right now, season three has just started. So there's a season three going on right now. It's so interesting. You do make money. It's like Dancing with the Stars where you make a salary and then the longer you stay, the more money you make. Yeah. And then there's, but Dancing with the Stars doesn't have a prize a money prize at the end, they have mm. just a trophy. Whereas yeah. this has a money prize at the end. Wow. I mean, they, they equal each other, I will say. They're pretty close in salary, Dancing with the Stars and Big Brother, you just get paid. When I, like you think about it, when I was like on Dancing with the Stars, you were on like the number one ABC show. You were getting paid yeah. like a series regular on a ABC yeah. show. Big Brother is like, this is a game show. Like even like your check is considered game show money. So like agents don't get game show money, which it's crazy, oh, really? but they get your like salary. I would be so anxious. I think, I don't know if my personality would lend itself for that because I would overanalyze everything. And I already as a mom, second guess myself and feel guilty all the time. And I, I don't know. I think I would be. I FaceTime my kids all day. I just <laughs> couldn't do it because I FaceTime, like my first call in the morning is Maddie and her dog. And I would be like, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. I'm like, no. Who picks the winner? How do you win? The people that you have voted out the entire time are the ones that then vote to tell it who wins at the end. So oh, really? you kick people out. So like you get down to the fight, you're kicking people out, kicking people out. We're like, Final six, final four, final three. And then it's like, then you're down to the final two. And then everyone that you kicked out comes back and they cast their vote. They ask like, why do you think you should win? You know, it's kind of like Survivor. It's exact like how the people that you're voting out vote, are voting you back. And my whole game, like I went in knowing, I'm like, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not like, so I would always work around. I would never lie. I'd never lied to anybody. I was always very honest. Um, if I couldn't tell someone the truth, I didn't tell them anything. Like I was very, I played, and that's why I won because I knew going in, normally the person that wins Big Brother is the one who plays and sneaky and mean and oh, hard. And they're like, oh, I really? respected your game. You won, you know, like you played the hardest, right? That's like normally the winner. But I knew, and it was first season, but I was like, celebrities don't want you to be mean to them. Celebrities don't want you to lie to them. Celebrities don't want to make, don't make someone feel like an ass. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just don't. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's kind of like what we do in real life anyways. Like I would never want to hurt anyone's feelings. So why would I do that on national yeah. TV, right? In front of their yeah. fans. Oh my God, there's so many levels of like, like crazy fans do, right? Crazy. Ed. So I was, um, and I was also very like, I ha I am a mom. I want to be someone that young girls could look up to. And my season was very like everybody, like it was very family, 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 like a lot of good people, everybody kind of, it, it was, it was great. And you're so likable. Like I can't imagine voting you off. You're nice to everyone. Like when I text you, I've never had anybody that texts me back. Like I, you text me back right away all the time. I really like you. A lot well, of people really <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, because I love you so much too. I love you so much. But you know, it's just funny how it's just someone that I like to be around because you make me feel good about myself. And, you know, because I've struggled with stuff and so have you. And, you know, 
it's really nice to have someone. Uh, when Kenzie and I were doing that show together, it was so funny because mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh, you love Kenzie. I'm like, I'm friends with Melissa. Like, I love Kenzie. She's like a sweet girl. She's, I was like, she's 14. Like, she's not my, like, we're like, I'm like, could be literally be her mother. I'm like, yeah. no, I love her mom. Like we would eat chips together and hide in my, room, my, <laughs> in my dressing room. Like you would come in with those, like you would bring like the best Mexican food. And I'd be like, oh, can we do that for lunch every night? Uh, like, is that what we're doing? Yes, yes. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah, we us moms have to stick together. And that's what's important. Like you're such a superstar, but you're so normal. And that's really, really an awesome thing. Oh my God. Remember when I bumped into you in Bloomingdale's and I had picked out the most hideous poncho and I was like, maybe I'm just going to buy this. And she, I sent you the picture and you were like, oh my God, no. I like showed you the picture. It was, you guys, it was honestly the most hideous. It was like, I was being swayed by like a Ralph Lauren model standing there wearing it, right? Like in the photo. And I was, that was like six foot tall and you're like four foot 10. It looked like, yeah. honestly, like last week of pregnancy model, like photo for on me. <laughs> Like it literally was like, what's happening under that? And I was like, maybe this is cool for New York. And I showed her the picture and she was like, no. And maybe you shouldn't shop alone anymore. (laughs) I didn't know they still made ponchos. Oh yeah. I mean, they do. (laughs) They're for tall people. It looked horrible. Oh, that's funny. Well, you know what? That is what friends are for. If your friends can't tell you. It was it's, really bad. I know. It's so funny. Well, is there anything else you want to tell us about yourself before we finish oh, up I enjoy. Wait, I don't want to end. I'd I enjoy either. hearing your story. I know. I love her. I told you. <laughs> I know. love her. Like, I, she's, I don't know. What else? Is there anything else? I mean, I love my dogs, you guys. I'm obsessed oh, with my dogs. Dog. Look, here's. Look at. There's Kenzie's dog. I love. Oh, is that Malibu? <laughs> No, this is Ivy Girl. This is um, Fancy's dog. She knows you're talking to her. She just peeked over. Mine's like, mine's passed out on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) She's so black. You can't see her. She's like, so, like, just blends in. She's hiding. I love your doggies. Do you have any words of wisdom for, I mean, because you're, you you do it all. You're a performer. You're a performer. You're a Tony Award winner. You're a mom. Any words, like, because moms, you wear so many hats. Like, you're, like, Mm -hmm. constantly judging all that we do and you're like your sister your wife you're like all these any words of wisdom like things that just like a motto or inspiration advice you know my heart is yeah we're f-ing winners we're f-ing <laughs> be a f-ing champion in whatever you do i, I had that wrong we're yes. champion be a f-ing champion wherever whatever you do in every room you walk into be the yes. star I don't know. It's so interesting because don't you guys feel like, I feel like I, everything, sometimes I just feel like I'm like 25%, right? Like I'm 25, like I wish sometimes I could just completely be a mom and forget about my career and forget about everything else and just double down on being a mom. And then the second I do that, then I like, I'm totally depressed and feel like I've lost myself. And then yeah. when I double down, I'm like, I'm on a TV show and it's all about me. And then I'm like, oh my God, I haven't talked to my kid. And then, oh, and then I feel depressed about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. And I'm sure that's in everybody's life. We all yeah. feel like wherever we are, we should be somewhere else. So I think like through COVID, we have really learned that like, we have to be present wherever we, like whatever it is, like right now, this is what I'm doing, right? Like I'm here talking to you guys, this is super fun and I'm not looking at my phone and I'm not, you know, worrying. I'm not right this second. I mean, sure. I'm talking about my son, but I'm not worrying about my son and I'm not worrying about my next job. And I'm not, you know, so I think like my biggest thing that I've learned is like trying to like be present and connect to the people that I'm physically with. I love that. Yeah. I think that's where I'm trying to like go in my 
life. I went to my friend's house the other night and she had like casino night and we were like playing cards and I left my phone in my car. I was like, the four people, nobody needs to talk to me for two hours. And I couldn't believe I did it. Like I genuinely was like, I want to just be here. And if I have my phone with me, the minute I feel, don't you feel like when you're with a group of people, the minute you feel like a little insecure or nervous or don't know what to talk about, you instantly just look at your phone, Mm -hmm. you know? So you're like, if I'm looking at my phone, I'm not being antisocial because I'm doing something else. Right. So, and it was a party that, and it was a group of people that I only knew a couple. I didn't know a lot. So I was like, I'm going to Oh, that's a great leave my phone in my car, you know, but it's hard as a mom to leave your phone in the car for sure. What if your kid needs you? Right. Like I always have my phone saying that I'm driving, right? Like, cause that's a good way to like, to not answer text, but not feel like you're not answering them. But like my son can pop through, like can go through the do not disturbs. Right. But this was perfect because it was already seven o'clock at night. So it was like, he was already, it was a different time zone. So I knew he didn't need me. But that was like the first time I did that. And it it genuinely was the first time I was like, and you know what? I didn't get one text the entire time I was there. Isn't that so good? I love that. I got back to my car and I was like, oh, nobody, nobody texted me. So it was okay. You know, I don't know. (laughs) Well, it's funny. I go and get a massage and I tell the girls, I always text them. Hey girls, I'm going to get a massage. 90 minutes, you know, just, but I literally have my phone right at the on my table, and I wish I could just not. But I can't worried. relax, like but wondering. I, but they always text me during that ninety minutes. I swear to God, swear to God, I swear. Needs and wants, or just no. look at this cute picture. Stupid, Do you like this yeah. sweater? Oh yeah, mom. Um, can you bring this? Can you get that? With the, you know, and I'm like. So next time I'm going to leave my phone in the car. You could just say, I'm going in for the massage. I'm leaving it in the, or leaving it in the like locker, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's what I should do. Good advice. Or tell them you're doing that and see what happens for the first. <laughs> <laughs> well, because if I don't, if I don't answer Maddie, she'll go, mom, 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 mom <laughs> on a text. And I'm like, what's wrong? She goes, I was just worried about you, mom. <laughs> Which is but sweet. You know what? It's beautiful. Cause I don't know what your relationships yeah. were with your mother. My mother my mother, if she had a cell phone, would not have held it, would not have been waiting for my call. Like when I was like 14, my parents were like off like traveling and they like never checked in. So like, oh, you know so what? Funny. Maybe that's why we're like, I'm an over, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put it on, on anyone else. Maybe that's why I'm an overbearing parent. Cause I'm like, I, I didn't feel that oh. in my childhood. So. I mean, my kids, I love, like I tell them everywhere I'm going, but they tell like Kenzie went away for the weekend and she FaceTime me every day. She goes, I miss you so much. And I'm like, you just left. And it makes me feel so good that I have such sweet kids that love me. And she goes, mom, I don't know why, but I'd love being with you. And I was like, she said that when she came back, she hugged me. She goes, did you miss me? Like I missed you. I'm like, of course. Of course. Oh my gosh. Of course. That's, that's so cute. Much. I know. Boys that's are not good. like that. I, mean, no, I don't know if not- anyone else up here has boys, but uh, boys are not. Yeah. Boys are not like that. No, See, I, I've texted well. Yeah. How old? Yeah. Josh, he's 22. I have two, and they're very different. My 23 year old is very loving and like very communicative. Like I hear from him daily. And my 18 year old, it's been a week and he has not returned my text. So yeah. my son calls me or FaceTimes me. I'm three, so proud of him. Oh, and that's so devil. sweet. So there's that. But your words of wisdom were so good. I'm like, oh, I needed to hear that. I needed Thank to hear you. that. I also think you should get a slogan on like t-shirts made too. With oh. coffee in. Yes, oh, yes, I do. Yes. Or, or coffee mug. I want one. I want right? one. It's like it actually like when you even say it, it feels good. Yeah. It really does. You know, like and even when you like thinking like I'm going to be a 
champion. I don't know. I do like, I definitely slowed down during the quarantining. Like I definitely, and it was the first time in my entire life that I wasn't hustling. Cause I know like mm. I'm such a hustler. Like I don't, mm -hmm. if I'm not working, I'm like, when, when am I working? If I, if I'm not working and then I'm writing and then I'm putting on like putting together a one woman show because I'm like, I have to do, I have to be doing right. Yeah. And it was the first time I was like, Oh, okay. And that, I think that's where it taught me like, oh my gosh, I'm rushing through my forties. Like I'm wishing the next job. I'm wishing the next moment. I need to like be like, I'm when I'm going to look back at this and be like, oh my God, I don't even remember my forties because <laughs> I've right. been like Famous. rushing yeah. through it, you know? Yeah, that's what, yeah. That's, you described sure. it so well. That's it. You could be a therapist. You can add that to your list. That's great. That's why I won Big Brother. <laughs> that's that's right. There you go. Oh my gosh. Oh, Marissa, it's thank you so much for spending your an hour with us. Yeah. I mean, I know you're really thank busy. You. And thank you for good luck. To Melissa, you. I have to tell you something. I have to tell you about Cyprus. I just wanted to let you know, cause we all learned something. It's officially the Republic of Cyprus. It's an Island country in the Eastern Mediterranean sea. Wow. So let's go visit. It's its own country. So it's kind of near Turkey. I wonder if the food's Syria. good. I, I think so. Greece <gasps> is in that area. So we weren't that far off, but it's it's literally it feels like it's, somewhere the blacklist would go, right? They'd be yeah, yeah. to Cyprus. When you guys want to talk about Greece. binging TV shows, Ooh. bring me back. Because I will, <gasps> okay, we, we will we did talk okay. binging yes. TV shows. Yeah. We could I, come up with all the ones we've binged in the last two years and your brains would explode, right? Yeah, oh, for uh, sure. But that's be need fun. A part two of that. I mean, we should invite Absolutely. Over. Let's do yes. a bin. This I want to do it with this group because I feel like you guys would watch the same stuff as me. Yeah. yeah. Probably. I'm yeah. sure. Oh, yes. We love binging. Let's go to lunch next week. I would love that. Okay. Absolutely. But hey, if your son ever needs anything, I'm less than two hours from his school. Oh, my gosh. So. And I feel like you would go there, Kelly. <laughs> She's a really good cook. I would. I do nothing. So I can go there if you need. Oh if you God, have an emergency or something and can't get there or something. Oh, my gosh. If there was an emergency, oh, my gosh. Stop. But there won't be an emergency. There won't be. It's yeah. tennis. What happens in tennis? <laughs> You'll be. He'll be fine. I'll get hit in the balls. That's it. Like, oh, who cares? Thank you for joining us for another episode of Because Mom Said So. Make sure to listen and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. You can ask us questions or suggest topics by sending us an email at becausemomsaidso4 at gmail.com. And follow us on Because Mom Said So 4 on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Tune in next week because I'm a mom and because mom said so.